0: Welcome to the Are Your Hands Full podcast, a step-by-step parenting podcast for your Jewish family. My name is Dr. S. Yaris Lovitz, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi. So here we are, back again, working on bringing you as much chizuk and support that we can as part of the Hands Full family. Here are a few more thoughts that I had as I watched the world around us spin out of our control. Notice that I'm not saying that the world is out of control, but rather out of our control. The world is very much in control. It's just that for once and for all, we're being shown just exactly who is in control. And there's a thought that had crossed my mind as I've been going out and putting on gloves and gloving up every time I leave the house and wiping down everything in sight. When we venture outside these days, we do so with intense fear of contamination. We wear gloves, we wear masks, we protect ourselves. Mapito, why now? After all, there are many flus and viruses and infections that go around all year long. Why aren't we busy scrubbing, sanitizing, gloving, and masking? And the answer is this. We presume that our immune systems will cope with whatever germ onslaught we might get attacked with, and that's what Taka happens day after day after day. Those who are not immunocompromised, that's exactly how it goes. And we take that very much for granted. Now comes what they call a novel new virus. One that for some reason, only known to their ban our immune systems are not equipped to handle. So all of a sudden, young and old alike find themselves vulnerable. We now see that we can no longer rely on teva, or an immune system. We can only rely on the Rav Nishlam to protect us from this new virus. So now I ask you, are we as petrified and careful about Dika contamination as we are with every doorknob that we touch? Do we worry when we venture into contaminated places, Alpi pi What kind of immune system does the neshama have against Dika microbes? Actually, we're told that the neshama has no immune system on its own. Which is why we are taught Al Tamin Ad Yom Moscha. Don't rely on yourself or your level of Ruchnias until you're 120. That means that no matter how old, smart, from, settled you think you are, any exposure from the Sahara on any level at any time can throw us completely over. So now comes along the Rabban Shlom and says, Barasi Sahara. Barasi, Tyra Tavlin. I have created the eight Sahara who is going to lurk everywhere like these teeny weeny little microbes on every door handle, on every surface, possibly on every person we come in contact with. but I created an immune system against that Sutton against that virus. I have created Tyra. Tyra is your neshama's immune system. Learning Tyra in any manner, shape, or form, through any venue, for any amount of time, will drive those little or big monster-bugger virus suttons away. So let's stay focused on building our immune systems for our neshamas and, of course, our bodies. And may we all be zeched to the Gula ha-shlema. So now I'm getting lots and lots of feedback from families with younger children, thanking me for insisting that every family have a schedule and sticking to it. Realize also that there are some people in Kali Yisrael who are naturally more scheduled and organized than others. Some people are more the teacher type, the head counselor type than others. This is true. But it still doesn't mean that those who don't have these skills cannot master these goals. After all, these are your children. The Rabban Shalom wants us to fly back in time, in some home-based time capsule, back to the simpler good old days, when mommy was ever available, had no needs of her own, didn't rely on shortcuts and prepackaged parenting, and seemed to be an endless supply of maternal love. For those of you who are listening to this who are old enough to remember that sort of mother, you must be feeling validated, and you should. Because Hashem seems to want to reinvent that old-fashioned form of parenting for the time being. And for those of us who got used to this quick-moving, modernized world, well, says Hashem, let's not forget where our roots are, where we actually belong, and how to use our ingenuity to create lots of exciting somethings in our home out of lots of bits of homegrown ideas. So stick with those schedules like glue. They will save you. Here are some more ideas for creativity. Make plays. Use household items for props and costumes and direct the plays yourself. Schedule practices throughout the day. Record or photograph each scene of each play. You will have it among your family's historic heirlooms and memories for many years to come. Second, Family wide, neighbor wide conference calls with one person setting up an activity such as a scavenger hunt, making up a cheer or a song, producing a musical interlude, producing a banner, a painting, or any other project. Then everyone hangs up the phone and makes up a time to call back into the conference line. Then every family of the extended family or on the block gets to present what they did. Obviously, all of this has to be done with adult supervision, which is positive, involved, and engaged. And third, I invite you to send me any pictures, clips of creative ideas, projects that your children have done. Better they shouldn't be pre-packaged. Better they should have your heart in it. And I will pass along any ideas that you send my way. Now let's talk about teenagers who can't be boxed into schedules, whose tendency is to make day from one-to-one instead of from nine-to-nine. So here we go. First of all, Many parents have told me that they have been able to have a good 72-hour mode conversation with their teens and explain to them what happens to the human brain when it experiences developmental deficit. That means that as long as the time goes on and the brain is not stimulated enough, regression occurs. Your average, normally developing teen does not want to rot does not want to see themselves at the beginning of next fall's school year with difficulty sitting in class all day because they've been lounging around for months on end keeping Bain Hizmanim's schedules. So if you can get your teen to understand the benefits of keeping a basically structured day, then that would be a very good idea. This may be... Proven difficult for Bachrim who have had their zman shortened and have found themselves as fish out of water without having any direction about how to proceed. Please, please, I beg of you, do not panic. If your Bachrim don't initiate Khavrus's sedarim, or schedules, remember, they were caught very much by surprise, just as you were. Lots of them were hauled back over the ocean. Many of them went through quite a traumatic experience getting to and from the airports, and through customs with all of this commotion. So for those of you to which their children's learning doesn't come absolutely naturally to your buffer, please do nothing more than gentle, gentle encouragement. Another way to get the concept of how important it is not to rot and not to veg into a teen's belief system would be through the back door. And that would be to explain to a teenager that the other younger children in the family need to be kept stimulated so that they don't lose developmental time. Usually, this sort of strategy works, especially for younger teens. So here are some practical suggestions regarding what might interest teens in general that you could possibly incorporate into a schedule without your teenagers feeling boxed in. Number one, music. Most teens love music. Let's thank Hashem that this is a time of year that music is allowed. And we should work on creating bands, recording, choirs, dance groups, choreography, costumes, performances of any types. Follow instructions to create a makeshift music studio or a stage. It's easier than most people think. And get these teens' creative juices flowing. Number two, building, woodworking, cabinet making, Bookshelf building. If possible, download instructions of how to build something. Order in supplies. If your chevres are really not handy, order in prefab stuff. For those of you living in limited quarters, you're rolling your eyes and you're saying, what is she thinking? I'm telling you, see if you can find one teeny corner and set up a small folding table that is segregated from the rest of the family. Try. Their creative juices will usually use up a tremendous amount of time and will help them feel much more satiated and stimulated. 3. Allow each team to pick a topic that they enjoy learning about, that they never get a chance to learn in school or yeshiva. Choices include some type of handiwork, ceramics, beading, stringing pearls, studying for a driving permit with your supervision and permission, Budgeting, bookkeeping, QuickBooks, Excel spreadsheets, graphics, InDesign, Photoshop, creating photo books from old pictures. Obviously, this is different than screen time that involves fast-moving images. And with teens, understandably, the computer needs to be filtered and supervised at all times, so they obviously can't be available to them all day. You would have to work it out at a time that you give them that chance. But you'd be surprised how many very important life skills can be taught at this time and how fulfilled they would feel. So just to sum this all up, for children under the age of 12 or 13, schedule, 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 schedule. For children over scheduling age, work on their understanding of the importance of their own development and how important it is not to let themselves fall behind during these months. Do your best to encourage earlier to bed earlier-to-rise schedules, which are definitely advisable during these times. Once again, Hatzalah HaRabba, and please, all of you, stay well. Thanks for listening to my podcast. My name is Dr. S. Yaroslavitz, and I am the director of Handsful, which is committed to the provision of community education in the area of behavior management and cognitive development of children. Send me your parenting questions by going to my website at hands.org Fullchenoch.com or by WhatsApping me at 718 714 8595. I look forward to hearing from you and remember no matter how impossible things may seem, the earth will continue rotating on its axis.